here, Ian Teagarden here with episode 33 of the Unveiled podcast. Thanks for joining me today. We're continuing our series called What Are Men Thinking, which is based on the book For Women Only by Shanti Felden. And today I'm going to discuss chapter three, which she titles The Performance of a Lifetime, Why Your Mr. Smooth Looks So Impressive But Feels Like an Imposter. I first heard the term imposter syndrome when I started down the road of entrepreneurship. And it means that you're secretly afraid that someone will find you out, that you're not quite good enough for what it is you're trying to do. I think most of us feel that way sometimes. I know I do. Well, according to Shanti's surveys, men feel this way most of the time. So what I'm about to tell you is for the benefit of your husband. It is in no way meant to demean, belittle, or be used against him. Shanti reveals in this chapter that men like to appear confident, but often they feel a sense of self-doubt and insecurity underneath. They feel like they're being judged all the time. And as I mentioned last week, they are constantly asking the question, do I measure up? They are fighting imposter syndrome themselves. Our husbands want us to know and understand their weaknesses and yet still admire them. Men are always comparing themselves to each other and they're figuring out whether or not they measure up. A good illustration of this was an encounter I had at my kids' drama practice a few years ago. I was setting out the snacks and I had this jar of salsa that I just couldn't get open. And I saw this whole group of high school boys that weren't currently rehearsing, standing around talking, and I thought, I'll go ask one of them. So I took the jar over and I said, can one of you open this jar for me? Well, it was incredible. A whole bunch of hands at once reached out and tried to grab the jar from me. So the fastest kid, he gets it and he's trying to open it. And, you know, after like one second, he doesn't have it open. Another kid grabs it from him and he's trying to open it. And, you know, there's all this ribbing and cheering and jabs going on. And then another guy grabs it and, you know, the third or fourth guy finally pops it open. And of course, then there's, oh, I loosened it for you and, and all of that. But I stood there amazed, realizing I'm witnessing male culture right here firsthand. They all wanted to prove their strength to the other guys. I had no idea so much would be writing on a jar of salsa. And in fact, I, I see this in my dog. If you have a male dog, you know that when they go to the bathroom, they like to pee higher on the pole than any other dog that's been there before. I literally have seen my little small dog, Bingley, fall over trying to get his leg high enough to be the top dog on the pole. And I know these behaviors may seem hilarious to us women, but we have to understand the seriousness of it. Men are constantly feeling judged and like they have to prove themselves. So how do we use this information wisely? Well, we don't wanna be the one that's constantly judging him. If our husbands feel judged everywhere he goes, he surely doesn't wanna feel judged at home. Hear me again. He doesn't want to be judged at home. This is the one place where he wants to feel free to not be in competition. How often are we judging our husband's performance? Are we daily giving him a performance review? 
Do we compare him to other men, real or fictional? Does he have to prove his worth, his usefulness, his love for us every day? Or can he come home, take off the mask, kick up his feet, just be himself? I've noticed the difference in these two in my own marriage. When I let my husband be himself, I can put up with the little things and, and have grace for the occasional rough edges. But if I'm expecting him to make me happy, be the perfect father, the perfect husband, do everything on my to-do list, then I end up judging him. And what really happens is I end up being discontent. And our husbands know when they aren't measuring up to our standards because most of us let them know it one way or another. We have the opportunity to build up or tear down. Ephesians 4.29 says, Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. I talked about this first last episode too. Building our husbands up starts with stopping the tearing down. Then we can begin to build him up. So my key phrase for this week that I want you to remember is be his cheerleader. Okay, what comes to mind when you hear the word cheerleader? I'm guessing you think of a buxom girl in a little mini skirt waving her pom-poms. When I say we need to be our husband's cheerleader, that's not what I'm talking about, though he would probably enjoy seeing us in an outfit like that. No, I'm talking about our words toward him and about him, but more important than that, our heart attitude toward him. Start admiring your husband in your heart. Instead of giving him a performance review in your head, start thanking God for your husband's character. Think about who he is underneath, not just what he does or doesn't do. Remember why you fell in love with him. Be his biggest fan. Cheer him on. If it's not you cheering him on, then who? Do you want him getting more admiration from the new female coworker than you? No. So let's be his biggest fan. Now, interestingly, men love to conquer new and exciting things, according to Shanti, even though this is when they feel the most insecure when trying something new. So that is when they need our encouragement the most. Encourage, the word itself, means to put courage into. There's a huge difference between saying, but last time you tried something like this, it failed, and we ended up wasting a lot of money, and saying, You've got this. I'm behind you. What do you need from me? See the difference? Affirmation is everything. I quote from the book, when a man is affirmed, he can conquer the world. One man quoted in the book said this, it's all about whether or not my wife thinks I can do it. A husband can slay dragons, climb mountains, and win great victories if he believes that his wife believes that he can. Let that sit for a minute. If he believes that we believe in him, then he has courage to face anything. It's kind of like the old saying, behind every great man is a great woman. Maybe that's what it really means. Behind every great man is a great woman who believed in him and showed him he could accomplish anything. 
Most of us are grateful and admiring of our husbands, but maybe we just don't show it enough. If you've not been one to praise him or thank him for things, he may actually become suspicious if you suddenly start doing it. So he might think, what, what is it she wants? So you may need to apologize for not having done it in the past and, and let him know how much you do appreciate him and let him know you're going to be working on it. That'll give him a heads up and maybe he won't wonder, you know, what alien has replaced you. How else can we support our men? Shanti found that men say sexual fulfillment, knowing that his wife wants him physically, can counterbalance all those imposter feelings that he's getting from the world. So that's one way. Is your husband feeling beaten down in any given time? What can you do? I think here's some things we talked about. Remind him who he is. Tell him what you see in him. Show your support. Boost him up in bed. Arrange for an intimate get-together. Show him you desire him. Maybe don't nag, criticize, or judge. Reassure him of your respect for him. Be his biggest fan. So this week, remember our key phrase, be his cheerleader. I love how Proverbs 31.12 sums it up nicely. When it's talking about a good wife, it says, she brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. I have read in the past that Thomas Edison's first wife complained about his long hours and lack of attention to his family. But after she passed away, he remarried and his second wife fully supported his endeavors and expected little of him. Now, I'm not judging either one, but I'm pointing out the difference. Okay, one supported him and was his cheerleader. As I was preparing, this last thought came to me. This is not from the book. What is your spouse called to do? It is our job to draw his calling out of him, to support him in the things that God has purposed for him. How are we called to support and affirm our husband's God-given purpose? We have the responsibility and privilege of inspiring him to greatness. How cool is that? The book says it this way. It's about sending the men we love into the world every day, alive with the belief that they can slay dragons. Be his cheerleader, girls, and he'll be your knight in shining armor. Inspire him to slay those dragons. Remember, you have the ability to make or break your man, so choose wisely. Be that great woman behind that great man. That's it for today. Share this if it's been a blessing to you. Go in peace.